Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It's Wednesday, December 8th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst. With me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Well, yesterday we had an uh, incredibly strong relief rally, uh, just as strong as our uh, the, the sell-off at the end of last week. Uh, it was as, as there is just massive delevering and, and getting out of uh, long leverage. Uh, it appeared to me that yesterday was a whiplash uh, short covering rally, uh, where a lot of the names that recovered the hardest were the names that were kind of heavily shorted and, and kind of, uh, you know, really attacked by shorts uh, the previous week. Uh, so we had a, a big rebound in, uh, in equities, uh, you know, during the day yesterday. Right now, futures are pretty flat. Uh, looks like not too much going on in, in equities. We had a study come out uh, overnight from Pfizer showing that uh, their, uh, their vaccine, uh, three doses of the vaccine would uh, provide sufficient coverage against Omicron and two doses might still protect against uh, severe disease. Uh, the market's kind of taking that a little bit of a mixed fashion. It sounds like good news. It's not necessarily great news. Uh, but that also might give cover to the Fed to remain hawkish and continue tightening as uh, as some of these Omicron fears might pass. And so uh, as far as markets are concerned, it's entirely possible that some good news is some bad news. Um, so we'll see uh, how the markets digest that. Uh, in crypto overnight, um, you know, we've had a had a. Had, a good rally into the morning yesterday in both BTC and ETH and, and really across crypto assets. And that really fell apart during the day yesterday. Uh, we've seen renewed selling uh, and uh, Bitcoin's crossed back below uh, below 50,000 in a move uh, right when that uh, Pfizer report was, was released um, this morning. And it's uh, kind of struggling around 49,000 right now. Uh, it's hanging in there a little bit better, but still a little negative bias. We're seeing really just a breakdown in momentum uh, across the board. Uh, momentum as a factor uh, across asset classes has really uh, underperformed over this last week. And, and we're just entering this uh, you know, area of severe chop. Uh, and that is definitely weighing on sentiment. We don't have uh, don't have a lot of positive sentiment right now. So we'll see where this chop takes us. Uh, kind of just keep testing support levels and seeing where they are and eventually breaking through them and finding where the next one is. Um, but I uh, have not seen anything yet that is really any strong indicator of, uh, you know, getting getting that momentum back and getting uh, some positive, uh, positive price action back. So really waiting on that. Uh, back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to some crypto news, Vitalik Buterin highlighted in a blog post titled Endgame, a thought experiment on how the average big blockchain, which he defines as a high block frequency, <clears throat> high block size, and thousands of transactions per second, can still be considered sufficiently trustless and censorship resistant, as these blockchains are also highly centralized uh, as the blocks are so big, only a certain number of nodes can afford to run a fully participating node that can create blocks or verify the existing chain. The post does not address the centralization issue, but still provides a roadmap for implementation, including a second tier staking system with lower resource requirements to do distributed block validations 
the introduction of either fraud proofs or ZK snarks to let users check block validity, introduce data availability sampling to let users check block availability, and finally add a secondary transaction channel to prevent censorship. It's also news that Three Arrows Capital has received 400 million of ETH over the weekend. This was reported by Chinese crypto reporter Wu Blockchain, who tweeted that 97,477 ETH was transferred from the crypto exchanges FTX, Binance, and Coinbase to a wallet marked as belonging to Three Arrows Capital. Su Zhu, Three Arrows co-founder, replied to this tweet saying 100,000 ETH is dust and that there's more coming. The move is notable given Zhu's recent tweet about abandoning Ethereum claiming zero newcomers can afford the chain due to its high transaction fees. Other news on the crypto Twitter front yesterday, uh, crypto decentralized exchange DYDX was down for several hours due to an AWS outage leading a lot of posts to point out that DYDX is no longer decentralized and traders uh, who were long during these periods uh, were losing money as the market faced a small pullback. It's also some dismay at OpenSea um, likely going the IPO route through their hiring of a CFO this week, uh, meaning there's likely no token. Um, people are saying they will go to a competitor potentially like DeFi, NFT marketplaces, or even Coinbase's upcoming marketplaces uh, without a token. It's also a news headline uh, that the CIA director Burns said the CIA has launched a number of crypto-related initiatives, leading to a lot of speculative posts on Twitter, um, which token projects the CIA may be behind. And with that, I'll pass it over to Catherine now for more crypto developments. Thank you, Martin. Fidelity Digital Assets and Nexo have announced a partnership which will offer crypto custodial services, products and lending services to institutional investors. The, the firms plan to create a comprehensive product line and legal framework infrastructure for institutional investors looking to get exposure to cryptocurrencies. Next up, we have some funding news. Silvergate Bank is looking to raise around 461 million through the sale of 3.31 million shares of common stock, according to a SEC filing. The bank estimates that the net proceeds would be worth 532 million if underwriters exercise their options to purchase additional shares in full. The bank intends to use the proceeds to supplement its regulatory capital and to support its growth through strategic acquisitions and other initiatives. T10 Holdings is planning to raise 500 million for a new fund called T10T um, DAA Fund 3.0. An SEC filing for the fund shows that the company has raised a total of 700 million since it was founded last year. This third fund will invest in more mature cryptocurrency businesses. Linda, which is a French uh, payment app, has raised 150 million in the Series C fundraiser round, according to a report from TechCrunch, with the company now valued over 1 billion. The company plans to use the fund to expand to other European countries and plans to hire additional staff. TRM Labs has raised 600 million in the Series B round, led by Tiger Global, which also includes Block, City Ventures, Visa, and PayPal. They plan to use the funds to raise, uh, to realize capital and to continue to offer the most reliable data and innovative tech solutions. Next up, we have some mining news. 
Google is still trying to shut down a sophisticated botnet, which is a robotic network, which is using the Bitcoin network to evade cybersecurity officials. The network has infected more than 1 million machines worldwide and has been used to mine cryptocurrencies on these infected computers, as well as still victims' account information, purchase goods and services, and sell access to these compromised machines to third parties. The claims are part of a civil um, complaint that was filed on Tuesday against Dmitry Starkovsky and Alex Filippo, as well as 15 unknown individuals. Google's executives wrote in a blog post saying that the botnet itself has leveraged blockchain technology in a unique manner, as it's evident to secure in a unique manner, manner and in its efforts to secure against traditional tools meant to disrupt these type of malicious activities. It has effectively turned the Bitcoin's decentralized network into an asset that's making it much harder to shut down. Argo Blockchain's November mining revenue has increased this month by 15% to 11 million. The company has raised 185 Bitcoin or Bitcoin equivalents in November with a total of 1,832 Bitcoins mined in 2021. The mining profits were up 15% and the company's mining capacity has increased to a total of 1.6 exohashes per second as of November the 30th. Argo Blockchain has also announced that it's reached an agreement with Celsius Network to settle their pending litigation in the New York Jersey Federal Court. Argo will pay Celsius 6.3 million to cover the remainder of its obligations under its November 2020 leasing agreement. In return, it will take ownership of the leased mining machines, and the companies have also agreed to end Argo's mining service agreement, with Argo receiving an unspecified amount of Bitcoin from Celsius. The other terms of the settlement were not disclosed. In other news, the Tezos blockchain has released its carbon footprint report, which shows the network has massively improved its network efficiency and reduced its carbon footprint, as well as lowering its energy consumption. In-house commercial and FTF have partnered up to offer two commercial real estate properties in Miami, which can be purchased using cryptocurrency. If the buyer chooses to play with cryptocurrency, then FTX will accept the cryptocurrency, convert it to US dollars, which will be deposited into the seller's account. And finally, Fiza has formed a new cryptocurrency-focused advisory unit with the aim of helping clients get to the grips with the sector. The unit, unit is sitting within the company's broader consulting and analytics division. And that's all the news I have for you today. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Back to you, Martin. Thanks, Catherine. Thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please check out Crosstower on our website, crosstower.com, for more market updates and content. Thanks for listening.